Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I don't podcast. Hey guys, this week we have Monica the Medium on. If you are a regular podcast listener, not just of ours, but of other podcasts, you may have heard her do some readings. I know she does headset on Caitlin's podcast. I don't know who else, but I know that she's a podcast favorite. Um, so the thing is, she's a psychic, I think, but she's also a medium. And I this, uh, you know, Naz has a thing. She doesn't like psychics. I am, I don't, I just think that psychic reading on a podcast wouldn't be very interesting for you guys. But I do always feel like medium readings are interesting, whether the person's a stranger or not, because hopefully, you're watching somebody get a message from a loved one who has passed over. So, um, I agree. anything else to say guys? No, I Oof. think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything because, like, you said, mediums are so cool. And I, yeah. I bet you some psychics out there are legit. Yeah. I've just never experienced one. Yeah. To that t- told me something that was like so profound and so real, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. For me to like hear of a person who can see the future seems a lot less likely than somebody is able, who's able to communicate with somebody who's passed over and like their, you know, energy still exists or, you know, I don't want to get into like religion and stuff right now. I'm sure that a lot of people don't believe in mediums because of religious reasons. But I also know a lot of friends who are really religious that love mediums. Yeah. Right. So so let's talk to Monica. Let's talk to her. Hello. Hey, Monica. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello. 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 Can you Hi. hear us? Yes, I can hear one second though because I'm going to adjust the volume on my end. Can you hear me okay? Yep. Yes, yes. yes. Hi guys, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I love the everybody else doing well. <laughs> yes, oh, we're, okay. <laughs> you know. yes okay. we're so good. Good, good. I, I'll just be honest with you guys. I've had the craziest week of my life. We're in the middle of a huge move and Courtney, my the PR girl who she was like last minute, like, hey, can you do this on Wednesday? And I was like, yeah, just I just wanted to give you guys a heads up, though, if I'm not like as energetic as Maltz, because we just have a lot going on right now. And just had uh, the kind of the more official uh, news that our, our me and my fiance's wedding is almost 99.9% getting postponed. So, oh, yeah, you know, not the most fun day slash week. Oh, no, so we're sorry. Okay. When was it it's supposed okay. to be? August 30th destination wedding in Costa Rica that we've been planning for over a year. We've been engaged for almost two years come October. That's probably going to be postponed like a year probably is my guess. I have two friends that were going to get married this year in October and now they're getting married in August of next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean like planning a wedding is already stressful, but like, then you add in coronavirus, all this stuff going on. And I'm like, oh my God, I wish more than anything, I had just eloped. I wish I could go back in time. So you could probably anyway, still do that. I mean, Maybe. you could. Yeah. Why don't you just like go yeah. sign some papers and then have the celebration later? I mean, I totally, I, well, the thing is for me, I am so like, 
I'm more excited about the ceremony and having that whole right. experience of like my dad yeah. walking me down the aisle and everybody being there and like it doesn't feel real to me if I get married yeah, now. That makes and sense. And then like redo it later. I don't know. There's like all those, there's so many different things. And then our venues just been, I mean, understandably they have everybody else going through the same thing. Like, so basically it's, we're out so much money if we try to cancel all together. So I'm like, okay, I guess waiting it is. But I think this, I think this perfectly leads into my first question I had for you. It's like, (laughs) I would like to know, are you a medium and a psychic? And if you are, did you feel some type of energy and see this coming? You know, did you know that there was going to be an issue? surrounding your wedding this year maybe (laughs) this is the best question because yeah so first of all i am not a psychic clearly um otherwise (laughs) 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 planned a wedding in the in the midst of a global pandemic like thanks spirit for the heads up i'm like wow uh some help they are i I, they only help me when it's for everybody else but not for me apparently All jokes though. No, it's okay. But I, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm a spirit medium, which means I connect with those who've crossed over, um, you know, people's loved ones and whatnot, but I am, some mediums are also psychics, but I personally am not a psychic medium. I'm not a psychic that predicts the future or does fortune telling or knows what's going to happen in your life. That kind of thing. Occasionally spirit will bring up things that are in motion for you or upcoming for you because they see the bigger picture and they can kind of see what's already in motion. That's why like a lot of times like, you know, somebody's mom will come through and be like, tell my daughter I know about the pregnancy and the big upcoming boy. And like, we'll be so excited. And they're like, nobody even knows I'm pregnant yet. And it's because, you know, mom knows in spirit, but that's not me predicting the future. So, okay. Okay. That's actually peering around. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, wait a second. I was like, I probably should be seen just in case like she can't feel my energy. No, it's cool to, it's cool to see you guys. No, it, it is cool. Um, and so, yeah, so that's to long story short. Yeah. I don't do that side of things, but, um, uh, I do connect to spirit and that's kind of, yeah, what I'm known for. Do spirits ever follow you home and like make a commotion in your house? (laughs) That is really funny. So, (laughs) um, they don't fall. I always joke like they better, like they're sure as hell better not be following me when I'm done like at my events and stuff. I'm like, they better be going home with you guys. Not me. Like I've done my work for the night, but for the most part, no, like I don't have spirits following me. Do you mind Am saying that? Yeah. Do you mind saying that again? So sorry. Yeah. No worries. Um, so yeah. So I, I, nor, wait, wait, it's kind wait, of wait, a yes. Hold on. I'm going to switch no my Wi-Fi over. Cutting out again? I'm going to switch my Wi-Fi over. Okay. I may lose you for a split sec. What are you switching it to? As we talk about energy and spirit, I swear whenever I'm on people's podcasts or like anything, I mess with like the technology. Like they always have like issues with their Wi-Fi mm-hmm. or like anytime I'd be like filming for something like the battery, like everyone's like battery packs would go out even though they just switched it. Like they're yeah. like, what? You are bringing the energy to interfere with everything. I'm they're like, I'm using sorry, everything. I'm not trying. You're like real life <laughs> yeah. 11 from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Um, that is too funny. So to answer your question though, no, they don't really like follow me home or anything like that. Um, I, you know, they, they'll come to me only when I choose to be working. So I kind of have learned over the years to really set strong boundaries with the spirit world. And I kind of call it like my light switch. So I will visualize myself kind of turning off the lights when I'm off the clock and I'm not working. So I'm not being constantly bombarded everywhere I go or at all times. Otherwise, you know, that's just the quickest way to burn out and kind of go crazy. So. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. 
Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What did your fiance say when you were like, oh yeah, I connect with spirit on the other side? Um, so yeah, so my fiance, Tyler and I actually met, uh, on a blind date on an episode of my former television show, Monica, the media, Monica, the medium, um, on ABC family. So this was years, about four and a half years ago now met on an episode of season two on a blind date that my roommate, and this was for real, like not just like, Oh, TV saying it's a blind date. No, like for real, for real blind date that my uh, roommate at the time had, um, set me up with with him. And so she didn't tell him what I did. Like, she was just like, Oh, it's a show about a college girl in San Diego, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he's like, cool. I'm down for a new experience. (laughs) Ends up going on this fine date. We were more of like a friend vibe. It was not like love at first sight, but I did end up giving him a reading on the first date, which, um, definitely Mm -hmm. I think he was like, what the hell did I get myself into? This girl is batshit crazy. Is it okay to curse on this podcast? Okay, good. Um, so he, he, I could tell he was like, what, what have I gotten myself? into this girl's absolutely cuckoo but um so it was fully actually, documented that's amazing yeah. Fully documented. so yeah on our anniversary we sometimes like we'll go back and watch it like on our only like once a year and we always cringe i'm like i can't do this oh. it's, so, it's so bad that's and like had, me like, and waited. jared with bachelor in paradise i want to so i always watch it once a year just to be like oh yep. my god that time i was so awkward with you no, it's cute. Like go back down memory lane, but no, it's, it's kind of traumatizing for me to watch, watch it back. I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. But so yeah, so his initial reaction was kind of like, I'm intrigued, but I'm still not like a hundred percent sold on all this because when I did give him that reading on that blind date, it was like a gr- like grandparents he had never met and a dog that came through. But what was crazy is only a couple weeks um, later, he had lost one of his best friends, like childhood best, Aww. best, best friend, which was so sad. And um, I, his friend, that was actually a situation, a rare instance where he came to me without that permission and without even me being around oh. Tyler, he came to me the within 24 hours. Um, I think it was Whoa. actually within like 12 hours of his passing, which is very rare rare, really, really strong soul was so strong that he woke me up and I called Tyler and I was like, I, this is going to sound crazy. I have this younger guy that's trying to come through, tells me he passed away from a motorcycle accident, blah, blah, blah. Like his name came through all these things started coming through and he's crying with me over the phone. (gasps) And he's like, he was like, I, he was only one of three people that knew they hadn't posted it anywhere. It wasn't on the news. It was, there was no way on God's earth I could have known. And so that was his moment of like, okay, 
you like anything else ever happens like now I'm I'm forever like I will never question I'll never doubt you like I'm sold forever so he had that experience you know with losing his best friend and him coming through and he was like okay I'm done I can support this and so now fast forward to being together almost five years he is my number one supporter he helps me like the check-in table at my events and like introduces me before I go on stage (laughs) so supportive and he'll be like Honey, it's really hard being an empath. I'm like, you didn't even know what an empath was a couple of years ago. You're so adorable. So he's Aww. an empath? He's so cute. No, he, but he is like, an empath. He's he an definitely empath. is, though. Oh, yeah? He just didn't know, like, he the didn't know that proper there was terminology. a term. terminology. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's funny. so funny. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty great. So how was it discovering that you had this... Uh, Ta- what do you call it? Not a talent a or a gift. Skill, a gift. Duh. Yeah, Thank a gift. you. Okay. A so, like, was it scary? Um, yes and no. So when I first, so I was always intuitive and empathic growing up, but it really wasn't until high school around 15 years old that I started to hear, feel, sense, and then sometimes just know things. And that's what I jokingly call like spirit vomit, where it just come out of my <laughs> mouth and I'm like, where the hell, I didn't, like, where did that even come Ectoplasm. from? It, I wasn't even thinking and it just came out. <laughs> so, uh, so that really, it started it actually really the funny story though, is when I was in high school, when it, when all these sensations and feelings and emotions started occurring, I didn't know at the time that it was dead people. I didn't know it was spirit. I didn't know what was happening. And what was really the first instance where it started getting super strong was I was around this new girl who uh, went to my high school. And every time I'd be around her, I'd get up, I'd get all choked up and emotional. And I was like, well, this is really weird. Like, why, why do I keep getting so emotional around this wow. girl? So I shit you not for the longest time. I was like, am I a lesbian? Like, am I, do I feel like <laughs> Yeah. That's so, <laughs> that was it. I, that's literally what I thought. But turns out she had lost her mom when she was in third grade. And Aww. I would be telling, she'd be telling a, a story about her mom and I would hear or see the ending of the story before she'd finished telling it. And then I'm like, well, that's a weird, like, is that a coincidence? That's very right. strange. And that just started happening with more and more people. And I got to a point where I started telling them like what I was hearing or seeing or sensing and they'd start crying. How'd you know that about my mom? How'd you know that about my brother? And yeah, fast forward to eventually I figured out that there was other people like me and it kind of was like the light switch went off where I was like, oh my God, this is mediumship and this is spirit trying to communicate with me and kind of, yeah, so just if- never stopped. If you're little and you're like really good at tennis or like golf, like a Tiger Woods, you're, you like go and you find like a coach, right? And you're like, all right, let me, let me pursue this long life career of trying to excel at this thing. Where do you go when you're like, I think I can connect with spirits? Absolutely. So, well, it's, it's funny you say that because that's actually a large part of what I, I have been spending my quarantine time doing right now is mentoring people who like me had started, you know, they start experiencing all these things and they don't really understand, well, what exactly does this mean? How do I use it? How do I strengthen it? Um, How do I kind of put together these puzzle pieces? And so, yeah, there are, you know, back when I was coming into my gifts now, it's been like eight, seven, eight years since I first started experiencing all this, there wasn't really that many people out there. So I I remember like watching YouTube interviews and um, like watching, you know, whatever I like, I could find my, like get my hands on as, as far as trying to educate myself and understand it better and reading books and whatnot. Um, but really, you know, back then there wasn't as many resources, whereas now there are more people like me that, you know, choose to spend some of our time mentoring other people who are gifted to help them better understand it, develop it, strengthen it and so forth. So... Yeah. So it's not like the sixth sense. You don't see ghosts. Uh, no. But do you hear their voice? So so basically, and kind of to answer an earlier question that I forgot to, to respond to, when I first started experiencing all this, I definitely was freaked out 
to an, a degree mm-hmm. in that I was so scared that I'd be waking up in the middle of the night and seeing a dead person at the foot of my bed or like on the ceiling or, oh, you yeah. know, I didn't oh, know. Yeah. The ceiling is even yeah. scarier than by the end of the bed. <laughs> is, it, is it scarier than the foot of the yeah, bed? Yeah, what if they fall on you? <laughs> Ew, you it's ma- so... Well, just imagine. Can you imagine waking up and like seeing eyes like or anyone? Like, yeah. Because yeah. Cause some normal person could be sitting on the end yeah, of your bed, yeah, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. a normal person could be hovering above you. <laughs> you're <laughs> right, you're exactly. right. Yeah. So I remember praying like, please, God, like, don't let anything like come to me that way. I don't want to see them outside myself, etc. So, you know, some people it's rare, but some mediums do see spirit um, outside themselves. But I don't I see them only in my mind's eye kind of like a how you would see little flashes of images in like um, a daydream or little movies playing in your in your head. Um, When I do hear them, I don't hear them the way I hear you guys. I hear them in my thoughts voice. So that gets tricky because you have to learn how to distinguish Well, what are my thoughts and what's coming through from spirit. And so that's why it really does, you know, take a lot of um, energy and effort into the whole process altogether. But especially when you're trying to distinguish those things, it's very subtle. It just feels so subtly different. And that takes a lot of time and experience to be able to distinguish that and, and get the hang of it. When someone just passes away, is their energy to you stronger um, like they're yes trying to communicate more. And no. Okay. Yes and no. Yes and no. That's a that's a good question though because um, there are there are times just like with my fiance's friend. Like there have been many times that some of the strongest souls that will come through are when it's you know within 24 hours after their passing or really really fresh, really recent. Then there's other other times where if it is a fresher passing that. Sometimes it's they're better off waiting, you know, the person wanting to connect with them, better off waiting at least maybe three or so months, if not longer. Um, but I tend to find that it's more so having to do with the person receiving the messages as opposed to the spirit and their ability in coming through. I mean, yes, at the same time, it does. There's like kind of like a little bit of a learning curve for the spirit. They're, they're relearning that whole communication process coming through to somebody like me. So it, it is a little bit harder for them at the beginning for some of them. But for the most part, it's, it's about what does the loved one or the family member receiving the messages, what's going to be best for them and their healing process. Okay. So I've had times where somebody, you know, could absolutely need to hear from their dad that passed unexpectedly, but he might not come through because he knows that you're not ready to hear those messages. Ooh. It's only been a couple of weeks. You're better off going through that natural grieving process, waiting maybe three, six months, maybe even a year before you're going to be in an emotional kind of mindset or the right space to to be ready to hear those messages how do you see how do you receive these messages and how do you visually see them if you visually see them is it a sound is it a color is it the figure of a person do you see their hair their face their eyes are they floating (laughs) so kind of like what i was saying before when i do see them it's kind of like in my mind's eye like a little like movie clip playing but it's Mm -hmm. not like hg television it's kind of fuzzy and every spirit communicates differently so some spirits will show me their appearance in my mind's eye, I'll get like, you know, uh, at least, okay, hair color, if they were heavier set, skin tone, like I'll get bits and pieces for sure. Um, And then, but some of them don't communicate that way. Like for me, it's a combination of hearing, feeling, seeing, sensing, and then just knowing these are the different clairs or the senses of spirit 
communication, if you will. So you've maybe you heard of clairvoyance or mm-hmm. clairaudience, which mm-hmm. is when you hear in your thoughts voice. So I use a combination of all these different senses, these different clairs to communicate and receive that information. But it's not some black and white conversation the way that I talk to regular humans. It's not full-blown sentences. It does not work that way. It really is putting together the puzzle pieces to interpret to the best of my ability what they're trying to communicate and and then deliver that to the the person I'm reading. So it really is kind of like, okay, I might hear a word. I might hear like bits and pieces. Again, not full-blown sentences, but I might get a name connection. I might hear a name or something close while at the same time getting a pain in my chest um, or or like a shooting pain in my abdomen or um, getting dizzy up in the head. Like there's different physical sensations I'll feel connected to somebody's passing um, while also getting my signs and symbols. That's called my spirit dictionary. Mm -hmm. So ultimately spirit can only work off my frame of reference and my own spirit dictionary. And my spirit dictionary is different than any other mediums because again, they're working off my frame of reference, things that I've seen or experienced in my life or in people, you know, close around me, they can't give me an illness I've never heard of before. Cause there's just no way that they can. Yeah. So things that, that they know that you can translate. Exactly. Exactly. Otherwise it's like, I, I just can't understand. I might be able to get something close, but it's, it's a little bit tricky. You know, a lot of you, um, I've been so happy to read a lot of your DMs or messages. Some of you guys have texted me because I have my um, phone number up on my Instagram bio. Um, So feel free to do that. Um, But a lot of you guys have been reaching out in regards to um, better help. And it's just gotten me so excited. And and I'm so... I'm I'm honestly just so elated to be able to talk about something concerning mental health and be able to offer people possible solutions for things because I know I speak for everyone when I say everyone's been dealing with a lot, especially now. Um, so yeah, if you're dealing with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, if you can't sleep, if you have trauma, anger, LGBTQIA plus issues, grief, self-esteem, um, family conflicts, BetterHelp is there for you. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it super easy and free to change counselors if you want. And it's basically um, an online platform that you can go to to be matched with a professional therapist. So you can send a message to a counselor anytime, at any time. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. And you can do it all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. And the reason why I love it is because you get timely and thoughtful responses and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Um, And honestly, it's just nice to have someone to check into. It goes back to a lot about... um, you know, just the ethos of Heartbroken Anonymous, my support group. Um, sometimes we just feel more comfortable talking to someone that that is unbiased, someone like a therapist, um, you know, someone that'll just listen and, and offer us an unbiased opinion. And so again, if you're dealing with all that stuff um, and you want to seek professional help and you need something affordable, because it is very hard to find affordable things these days, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking out BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. And if you don't believe anything I just said, um, just check out the testimonials posted daily on their website. But when it comes down to it, Ashley, Lauren, and I just want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash get it. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash get it. 
So these spirits have to be, you have to be with their loved one in order to, to feel them, right? They're not just, these spirits aren't going to just come find you in your bed at night because they heard somewhere that you are a medium, right? Well, <laughs> like, well her fiance's friend just like randomly my fiance, came to her. The, oh, that's exactly. Right. But yeah. I think, so that's a perfect yeah. example of yes and no, but 99% of the time, 99.9% of the time, they're not coming to me unless I'm in the presence of their loved ones. And, and at that point I'm turning on my light switch and giving you permission to step forward. Um, the rare instances kind of like with my fiance's friend is because they knew that I was so close to him, you know, so they, Mm -hmm. they realized that I have that ability to pass that on, but it's no, it's not like with, especially, you know, a lot of people have been asking me, like, have you been getting messages um, with everything going on right now and like in the country? And, you know, can you help these families? I'm like, well, look, I, I would love to help those families if, if they came to me. But it's not like I'm sitting at bed in bed at night and have, you know, Brianna Ta- Taylor talking to me. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Um, it's It really does come down to, you know, if I'm in the presence of their loved ones and we're all there for that purpose and I'm opening the door, setting that intention and then and then allowing them to come. So through. you can't summon them. No, it's 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 really it's not like a one eight hundred heaven. Right. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. Even if I am in the presence of people, you know, that have loved ones in spirit, it still doesn't work that way. Because I mean, I can't tell you how many times I no longer offer private private readings except for like giveaways and the occasional like charity fundraisers and whatnot. But even when I do still uh, occasionally um, do a private session for these things, I it'll always make me laugh when someone's like okay, um, can we skip over like Aunt Sally? Like I'd really prefer to like talk to blah, blah, blah. Oh I'm my like, God. Excuse me. Stop <laughs> it doesn't it. work that way. All right, bring in the wanted- next one. Yeah, exactly. It's like they think that it's just like some on-demand button to, to heaven. Like anyone we choose wow. that I want to hear from that it's going to work that way. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. You know, I leave it up to spirit. They know that I'm the messenger and they ultimately they realize that you know, they, they come through for, for people who need it the most, like genuinely need it mm-hmm. the most, not necessarily like that you just are curious or that you want it the most, you know? So mm-hmm. that's really the, the big factor is they can see the need of those um, that are receiving the messages. And sometimes even, you know, uh, somebody will come through where you're supposed to be a messenger for somebody else to, to pass it on because they see that they might need, need it even more than you. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. But also I, it's funny though. Some people are like, can we just like talk to somebody else? <laughs> That's, That's so hilarious. Why? It doesn't work that way. I guess going off of all of this, like, I guess all the spirits that come through, like Lauren said, are kind of like recent ish. Like they'd be our generation's grandparents and closer. You're not going to get like somebody from George Washington's era because they're not really closely tied to anybody living currently. <laughs> Yes, that's so funny. I actually like I have uh I I literally talk exactly or use that that exact um example in my my book messages from above where everyone always wants to know can you just talk to Cleopatra or <laughs> yeah, George Washington if you just wanted right. to like get answers and I'm like no cuz nobody here in the physical world does it's like no one's connected they don't have that emotional need or bond to connect right. with them. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like people will be like can you talk to Elvis Presley? It's like put me in front of the Presley family yeah. and I'm sure that he would probably come through but no, I can't just be like 1-800 Elvis again like it doesn't work that way so but it is a great question um that always cracks me up is it you mentioned that you felt like pain you know in your chest and sometimes it's physical and for some reason when you said that I pictured you finally having your wedding at the end of the aisle (laughs) and like some 
fucking annoying person's cousin trying to come through. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Obviously, I love like, all ghosts. But what I'm saying is, like, that. does it ever our own thoughts and minds get in the way of our lives? So, like, on top of your own thoughts and minds and just shit in general, do you also have, like, all these spirits distracting you? I mean, kind of, well, what I, kind of to go off of what I was saying earlier, like I've learned over the years how to set, oh, to set way boundaries. better boundaries yeah, yeah, and to kind of shut that. it off. Um, when I was first coming into the, into my gifts and, and kind of going out in the world, um, sharing it with other people, I was so kind of new and so excited to strengthen and develop it further that I was actually like, excited and open to anybody and anyone in the spirit world right. bombard me when I'm in the Uber, when I'm at the DMV, like I wanted it and I enjoyed it and I love it. And don't get me wrong. I still enjoy it and I still love it. And sometimes I still want to pass time at the DMV. So I'll be, turn on the light switch. I'll be like, <laughs> that's funny. Um, but I have learned to be like really firm with them and say, Hey, look, you know, if I want to be doing this for the rest of my life, I can't burn myself out and I need to honor my own time and energy, my own needs. So every now and then I'll get a really, really pushy, strong spirit that'll somehow um push their their way through uh it's rare but what i will say is is um i do feel everyone else's stuff including the world at large as an empath because i'm i'm a medium but i'm also an empath so as an empath you feel um and experience even the emotions of others as if it's your own so the feelings and emotions of other people i feel yeah. like all of you guys are empaths yeah too, i a thousand percent am. yeah i agree yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think all all three of you, I can already feel like are definitely empaths. And um, so, yeah, when you feel that, that part, I feel like is if even more so than the the loved ones in spirit, it's feeling people's energy, feeling their, their, just their vibes, their feelings, their stress, their, you know, depression, their, whatever that they're going through. I soak that up. I absorb it like an emotional sponge right. and that, that can be very overwhelming. And you me. can't turn that off like a light switch. That one is a much harder to turn it off. I would think so. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about how like you used to want the spirit to come to you when you're running errands and stuff. How uncomfortable yeah. what is it was it to be like what the Long Island medium we see she does where she's just like, hello, I'm a medium. Like, and I have to give you this message. Were you comfortable with that? I mean, I did the same. I I did the same thing on my show for two seasons of Monica the Medium. That was pretty much me a lot of the time going up to people. Hey, I'm a medium, you know, and I st- like I said, I still do that every now and then. Uh, definitely not as often, but mm-hmm. I still sometimes do it. But my thing is, and I, I'm not saying that Teresa doesn't do this. Who knows? I, I'm not sure if she does. But for me, at least, I, I would always first introduce myself, explain who I am, what I do. And I would ask permission. Hey, before I, you know, spirit vomit on you, before I dump all this <laughs> right, stuff on you, right. are you comfortable? Are you open to hearing the messages? And luckily, out of the hundreds, if not thousands of times that I have given spontaneous readings over the, over the years, not one person has like spit in my face saying, no, I don't want this. Go away, you crazy lady. So Absolutely. I feel spirits only on bring, it's like spirit knows to only bring me to approach people who, who are ready and who are ready and open and wanting to receive the messages. So right. um, also it helped moving to the West coast because I grew up on the East coast and not as, not as many people were, were as open to what I do. Uh, That's funny. Home, That's so. funny. That is funny. Were you, did you grow up religious at all? 
Um, yes, I grew up in a very Catholic, uh, conservative household. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom is born and raised from, uh, bo- she was born and raised in Costa Rica. So it's like oh, even yeah. big, like the big Hispanic. I, Catholic I'm Latina too. Catholic and I can tell you, okay, it's you get like, it. yeah, it's so, you get it. yeah, so, it's a lot. It's yeah, a way she, of life. Yep. She thought for sure, Monica, you're talking to that devil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she found out she was crying. She went to so many priests being like, please help my daughter. Yeah. But luckily she's come a long way and she now actually is like a huge supporter. And it's pretty amazing. So. I actually, it's funny because that ties into a question I wrote down that I wanted to ask you. I feel like most people have their own interpretation of an afterlife, whether it's heaven, whether it's for a religious reason, whether, you know, yeah. you and I grew up Catholic. I think once you grow up Catholic, you're kind of always Catholic, sort of like, I don't even go to church or anything, but same now, <laughs> but um. What is your interpretation of the afterlife? Exactly. What yes, I was say. that's a great, it's a great question. And let me just preface this by saying, look, I'm not God. I don't have all the answers. I, I, uh, I don't know all, um, but based off of what the bits and pieces that I've learned um, through uh, what spirit has communicated over the years, they have told me that, um, that there is no such thing as hell. They've specifically said there is no hell. They want to make that very clear. Hmm. You can call it, I like to call it heaven, but you can call it the other side, the afterlife, heaven. I mean, it's all one and the same. And basically what they communicate is that while there's no hell, they have explained that there's kind of almost like levels on the other side. So if you were that dirtbag, you know, horrible, horrible person that you're not wow. going to be at the brightest, most amazing part of heaven with God and the angels and all these things, that you would be on like a lower frequency basically. And you would have though the opportunity to grow, learn and make up for those mistakes. Some religions call that, that sins. Um, so, that, <laughs> so you are going to pay for shit after this. But doesn't it make sense though? If God is lo- all loving and forgiving. Then he'll give you the chance. Then of yeah. course, like, why wouldn't he? Why would anyone be doomed in the fiery pits of hell? So it, learning all of this was very much like resonate, like it resonated for me and a lot of people, I think, um, to know, okay, you know, that there's that opportunity to grow and evolve. And um, one thing that they have showed me about the afterlife is that each and every one of us go through a period of life review when we die. So when we first cross over, you go through a period, um, you sit with your spirit guides, which is a whole other, this is a whole other conversation, but you sit with like, wait, what, wait, what are spirit <laughs> guides? What yeah, are guys? So Would that be like your like, relatives? Is this like in Mulan, you know, like, like Mushu? Um, <laughs> it's, it is kind of like that. It is kind of like that. I guess you could say, uh, basically spirit guides are souls that had once walked the face of the earth that are now returned to the other side, heaven, whatever you, whatever you'd like to call it. For the most part, spirit guides are not loved ones of ours like it's not like the grandma that passed before you know years ago is now your spirit guide occasionally loved ones in the physical world that have passed on will end up to be one of your spirit guides but for the most part it's it's people that you're not related to i think that's because it's better that they're not Mm -hmm. biased i guess um but still it's souls that had once you know that have lived many lifetimes enough to to reach that point point of enlightenment or soul growth and evolving to be kind of at that point where they don't have to return back into earth school as we call it or come back into the, another um, lifetime here in the physical world and have reached a point where they are you know they're so wise and so kind of all-knowing in that sense that they can be serving as a mentor or a, a guide this is why they're called spirit guides um, as a guide for you and so when each of us when we're born here in the physical world we all have at least you know we all have our main spirit guide that is with us from the time we're born up until when we return. But we also have a team of spirit guides. So you could have a love spirit guide. You could have a health 
uh, guide, a career guide. You have different guides um, that will also kind of come in and out uh, at various times in your life to help you depending on what you're going through. So, Well, my love spirit guide has been MIA since (laughs) I was born. (laughs) Your love spirit. Where are they? Also, does this mean that like someone like Cleopatra could be like a spirit guide for me? I mean, theoretically, yeah, maybe if, if she has reached that point in that evolution of her soul where she doesn't have to come back, but you know, that, that we don't know. So, um, but yeah, we all have a group or a team of spirit guides. And so once we cross over and we're going through this period of life review, we're meeting up, we're meeting back up with our, our spirit team, our spirit guides, also loved ones that had passed before us. And we have this opportunity to, to go through that period of life review, which is basically when you get to watch back your most recent lifetime, not just through your own eyes, but through the eyes of everyone around you, even, even some like, strange strangers to you but that you really made an impact on them that you never really realized you really get to watch back your life you see the type of person you were you see the way you truly treated one another you you see the way that not only do you see it you actually relive it and feel it from their firsthand perspective Mm. you were an asshole you know bitch to your friend in high school they're gonna make you relive it from her point of view what that felt like to her the way that you bullied her like you actually have to face the person that you were in this lifetime you'll have to relive all of that kind of watch it back again, not just through your point of view, but through the point of view of everybody around you. And so that's where you get to kind of see the bigger picture of your life. You get to see, where did I fail? Where did I mess up? Where did I, where was I a good person? I like how you slap Ashley. Is this I you know, like, what did that I'm, mean? I'm laughing because I'm like, I can't wait for the, I can't wait for the guy that broke my heart to, to like, oh, read, to have to, to go through the, the life review, right? To watch to to my really, heart break. To well, see how, it, and see how, and not just see, but to feel, to feel how it, how it impacted you. I mean, and it, and that is something though, that we will all have this opportunity to go through. And that's how we can understand, okay, yeah, maybe I didn't achieve all those things that I had initially come into this physical world planning to do. And so, you know, part of the roles of our spirit guides is before we're born into this physical world, we have, we sit with them and we come up with a soul contract, basically the to-do list for earth school. And on that soul contract, you agree and decide on all these different experiences that you're going to go through during this lifetime to help you grow and learn as a, as a soul. And so sometimes we check off all those things and other times we don't because we still have free will. So that I love talking about soul contracts and educating people because at least I think it does help people. And it's kind of like eye-opening to them that when we suffer like heartbreak, for example, what you just said, a really hard, you know, breakup or something, you can actually understand, okay, it's not just meaningless suffering. It was actually something that you agreed to before you were even born. You agreed and signed up to go through that heartbreak because it's part of your, your soul's journey in this lifetime to grow and evolve and, Mm. and uh, learn different soul lessons. So what the, okay. I'm getting a little bit stressed out here because I'm realizing that I had so many more questions for you than I initially thought. (laughs) And I want to make sure that at some point we're able to put that light on for you and you can see if you can read us any, um, (laughs) but can we, can we ask you some questions and still have time for that? Yeah, you can ask. I uh, here's what I'll say. I I, I know that there's no me. guarantees. There's about no the guarantee. I know there's no guarantee, and in fact, I I typically don't even do press readings anymore, just because what it happens is it'll turn into something. It just turns into like a whole other sidebar that I. It's just yeah, it's a lot. Um, but uh, and also um, I have to conserve my energy because I do have something right after this, but if somebody does come through really strong, I always say like, I'm not going to stop them. So I, if somebody comes in at any point, then 
I will share that. But okay. um, yeah, in the meantime, feel free to ask questions. And if somebody starts to bug me, then I won't hold back. <laughs> Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, so you were talking about... Oh, there's like so many all the all the stuff I have kind of right now is like about heaven and the afterlife. So uh-huh. did this make you did your did your gift make you feel a lot less scared about death? Yes. And uh, the deaths yeah. of others in your family. Yeah. Hundred million percent. Um I'm no longer afraid of death. I'm not scared of dying at all. I know that when it's my time, it's my time. That's another thing that's just established in your soul contract. So that same thing of going through different experiences as part of that soul contract, you also agree and decide on when, you know, your time will be up here. So that's already predetermined. And that brings people so much healing and so much peace to, you know, especially moms, you know, who've, who've lost a child, uh, perhaps to, to drug overdose or something like for them to know, mom, look, you couldn't have done it. You did everything you could to help your child to get them in rehab, to do everything to help them and to, to better them. Um, but I want you to understand that you like, cause a lot of moms will be like, I failed them. I should have done more. I should have, mm-hmm. you know, this was my fault that my child like couldn't get clean, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for them to understand that it was part of their soul contract to die at that time in their life, regardless of whether or not it was the addiction or the decisions that you guys had made as a family, he could have been, you know, in a car accident or whatever. Like the circumstances could have been completely different, but the timing still would have been the same. Does that make sense? So the timing of when we're all going to cross over, that's already basically predetermined even before we're born into the physical world. And I think that brings people a lot of healing. So you essentially believe in reincarnation. Yes, okay. I, I essentially do, but I explain this in my book. Um, I'm, I would not be able to do it justice explaining it in like words right now because it's, it is kind of hard to explain. Um, I do believe in reincarnation, but it's kind of, it's, it's my take on it is a little bit different than maybe what you would hear other mm-hmm. mediums, how they would explain it. So you'll have to read my book. Okay, so sounds good. Five. How, how uh, I have to ask a little something is, yeah. how is, how can you have reincarnation and have a heaven? Because when you well, fulfilled all of your contract, then you get to go and no, be a... Co- no, guys, <laughs> well, you're so both is, 
confused. The contract is before yeah, we're born, the and before it's what our born. soul goes through in the real world. And then the afterlife, there are different levels if your soul still needs to progress. So, and then the follow-up question uh, is, is reincarnation the- mean do you come back to the real 3D world that we're living in now if you reach, if you know, if you do the progression and reach the top level? Do you so come back as a dog? in order to continue to evolve that is where the piece of coming back to earth school comes into play. So if you didn't learn all those lessons mm-hmm. your soul was meant to learn here in this physical world, that's where, okay, yeah, now we're going to get a, get a go again. Now we have to go again. But the difference here, because people will say, well, you know, can my grandma come through in a reading, Monica, if she's already come back to continue learning those exactly. lessons, if she's already come back in a new lifetime. And so this is where I explain it a lot better in my book, but I'll give you guys the little you know, the, the gist of it is basically it's, I kind of, (laughs) I explain it where it's the person you knew as your grandmother, you know, say your grandma, Doreen or something like Doreen is always, her soul will always forever live on for eternity in heaven. If she needed to continue learning those lessons, it's, there's a part of her soul that kind of basically splits off and is reborn through this other new person, but who she is, Doreen, is still up there. So I use this Clementine analogy, and it's like, basically, it's like we are one segment of the Clementine, but then also one in the same with the whole Clementine or the whole orange. So it's like Doreen's like one, always up there, but then coming back to continue learning the lessons would be like a new little segment of the Clementine being split off. So then how do I know if I'm my own Naz soul or if I'm like a bunch of Clementines from afterlife? Well, there's not more than one. I I actually make this is something everyone always asks because it's not like you have multiple Clementine segments running around (laughs) at the same time. It's like one part of that higher self, The you could think of the higher self or the higher soul that basically is made up of all these different parts of you, you know, all these different lifetimes. That part is what stays up in heaven forever. And then, you know, only one at a time as far as an individual lifetime or a new identity, a new spirit um, in that sense is is kind of having that turn in earth school. But when they return, they also regain and learn, you know, the insights through these other lifetimes, the other parts of the Clementine. They regain that that wisdom instantly, basically, um, and share it amongst those little uh, uh, other parts of, of their higher self. So, so like... Again, it's hard to explain. I know it's really hard to explain. I, I, yeah. yeah, I'm kind of, still kind of confused. I, I know. Maybe, that's my next, I maybe my next I, question will help clarify. So if I like the thought that like when I go to heaven, I'm going to hang out with my spouse, my all my dogs who have passed, my parents and all yes. my, my siblings, my, my sibling and you my friends. You will be reunited okay. with all of those people Okay, forever. And I get to hang out with them forever. For eternity. <laughs> for eternity. So you <laughs> as Ashley. Okay. Yes. It. You... Each of us, and this is what I meant by like that, the, the example of the, the grandma Dormy. It's like she will always be in heaven mm-hmm. for eternity. She, that's why she could always come through to, um, you know, through a medium or whatever. Like she's not going anywhere, even if it's that other part of her higher self, the other part of her soul that could be coming for another journey to earth school as maybe Tommy. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's a completely different identity. Doreen's still there, but she still shares as one in the same, basically, if you think about it as like the whole orange versus the, the little. Okay. Uh, so then I have two questions. The first one is, yes. so if Doreen comes back as Tommy, is it fully Doreen or is That's it what Tom- I'm saying? It's not full because Doreen's still up there. Okay. She's so it's Tommy full- with a little bit of Doreen yeah, in him. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's perfect way to explain <laughs> it. And then you mentioned in the soul contract, we sort of decide when we're going to leave this earth. Exactly. Do we decide how? we're going to leave this earth, the the cause of death. 
I think most souls do decide the cause of death prior to coming into the physical world. But this is where free will, I think, most often comes into play, where sometimes things may shift and change based off of what you might have originally planned going into this lifetime versus the reality as far as what actually takes your life. So I, that's why I say the timing, I think, generally stays the same. The manner of, of your death, sometimes I see may change um, based off of different decisions that either they made um, based off of free will or people closest to them that Final might destination, the soul contracts, you know? It's so confusing so. though, because what if you get in a car accident? It's like, did you decide exactly that? And it's someone else's fault. That's, it, what, that's what most often, most often, both of those souls had decided that before coming At into this moment. physical world. Okay. Before even being born, like that, that was always meant to be, and that was always going to happen. That was a lesson so that's the driver why, had to learn. That's a lesson you, or that's when you'd plan to die. And exactly. Yeah. And so when people always ask me, it's like, "Oh, are you afraid of dying?" I'm not afraid of of death at all because of all of these things. Absolutely. I'm more. I actually have really bad car anxiety, which is ironic. But I'm more afraid of the because I've heard so many horror stories through this work. I'm more afraid of something happening that leaves me paralyzed, or like you know, in a coma, or like not able to move. Move than mm. I am dying. I'm mm. like at that point, I'd rather die because I know it. I would be so okay. But you also so. decided that in your soul contract. Then. I know, and that's the worst part, and that's why. I, but I'm still human, so I still yeah. face like you know those human thoughts of stupid anxieties do of you, things that even though I know better. Do you believe there's a God? I do believe in God. Um, I like to say God, but I think for a lot of people, it maybe makes more sense to refer to God as like source or universal energy or i mean like i it's it's not so much like a one man type of a deal it's more of like it's it's bigger than that if if that makes sense going so. back to the coma can people in comas talk to you um this is a really good question because it's one of those few gray areas that i don't have all the answers to yeah. because i have had Every now and then somebody come through that was in a coma. Um, but then other times, you know, I've had situations where they don't. And so that is where I get a little bit kind of stumped, like what exactly is happening. Maybe for some of those people, they are able to kind of enter that spirit form and be in this kind of almost in-between spirit, yet still technically alive state. I, it's kind of crazy. So that's where it, it gets a little bit tricky. Yeah. And I, I wish I had more clarity around it. Trust me. This question kind of goes off of that when people yeah. come back from near-death experiences, like where they went to heaven and then got back into their body, is yeah. what they describe usually what you see from the people who have actually passed over? Yeah, a lot of, like 90%. There's always like that 10% that I think just let their creativity or... For sure. And maybe just got the, like, yeah, who knows, but got carried away where I don't fully trust it. But like 90% of near-death experiences that I've read about, heard about, um, that people have told me about their experiences. Yeah, it totally resonates and matches up or connects with things that I've heard about um, the afterlife and the transition process. And so absolutely. Can you just describe- I am having a spirit. <laughs> Sorry. Really? You guys want... Yeah, I am having somebody trying to come in, but I don't know who it's for. Hello. And- Here's the thing, though. If I let this, if I let this person come in, it'll probably like just because I do have a a, a meeting right after this, mm-hmm. and my energy, I'm just yeah, I, I just don't have the energy. It's but okay. I'll probably only connect to this person, so I don't want you guys, yeah, whoever this person belongs to, I don't want the others to be like, well, why doesn't my loved ones it's love okay. me enough to come yeah. through? Please don't think that because I no. promise you, your loved ones all love you. We're not that I sensitive. Was, <laughs> I was about to say that 
because some people will be like, that means that my grandma doesn't love me. She would have come, come through. I know her. I'm like, no, trust me. I promise you, grandma loves you. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find a, a piece of paper to write on because I like to um, write as I channel. So just give me... Oh, my heart is beating so fast. <laughs> Imagine mine. I'm like over here. Uh, who the hell are you? Um, who's trying to come in? So just give me a second because normally like I have a whole process and a whole thing. Time. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, and this is kind of going to be like a, a mini, this is like the mini of the mini reading. So um, I, but I will, it's better than nothing. Right. Um, but I do have somebody here and I don't, <clears throat> not sure who they belong to. So just give me a second. Um, <clears throat> They actually started popping in early. What's your name again? The one in the middle? Naz. 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 They actually started talking to me. They were like letting me know that they were here back when you were talking about your family. So I think our connection of the Hispanics or whatever was what made this person want to come in because they see, again, they work off my frame of reference, my experiences Mm -hmm. and things that I can relate to. When they see that, it makes it actually stronger for them to be able to come through. So I believe that this is for you because even though there's no language barrier on the other side, like whether your loved one spoke Spanish, English, Russian for, you know, whatever they spoke, they can still communicate to me. Um, however, that being said, sometimes Spanish spirit, like they will give me words in Spanish just because they know that like I can understand little bits and pieces um, right. to help kind of communicate that connection. So I do believe this is somebody that is Latin or Hispanic that's trying to come through to me because they are speaking and just yes or no, because otherwise it'll make me bias and throw me off. So anything I ask you, just as this is the preface, please don't like expand on it or like go off on like a tangent or storytelling because that'll actually make it harder for me because then I'll question or second guess or doubt what's coming through based off of what you say. Okay. So just, just to be wary, just yes or no, unless I don't know what they're trying to communicate or I don't understand. Um, and I'm confused if I need help, I'll ask you. <laughs> so okay. I always joke, you know, your, your loved one's better than I do, but, um, otherwise just uh, yes or no. So that I know I'm, um, interpreting it correctly. Okay. Okay. Um, see how my face starts to get, this is what happens when I start to feel spirit. My face turns oh like a tomato. God. So I feel like I'm like, I, I look like I'm getting like hot flashes. That's spirit. It's, it's not, wow. me. Uh, <laughs> this literally happens every time my, my ears, my face will start to start to get really red. I start to get hot. My, my heartbeat starts to race and I can't breathe. So, whew, okay. <clears throat> I promise I don't have COVID, guys. <laughs> you're funny. Like, here comes the coughing. <laughs> yeah, you're um, not in our house. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Thank goodness we're on Zoom. Um, no, I, okay. So I, this, this person that's coming in actually has a good sense of humor as well. I do believe that this is a male that's coming in. The way he presents himself is, feels a bit more younger, like more around my age range. Cause I feel like they're showing me my symbol of like, we could have been friends here on the physical world or like buddy buddies, that kind of thing. Um, he actually really reminds me again, a lot of, it reminds me a lot of, um, a lot. He reminds me a God, I can't speak. What are you trying to say? Okay. He's so reminding me of so many of my Costa Rican relatives, but I don't feel like this is Costa I don't feel like the Costa Rica connection, but I do, again, feel like there is this Latin America vibe here. Um, <clears throat> one second. Uh, just trying to get, he feels, okay, slow down. Okay. It doesn't feel like it's it's a recent passing. It feels a bit longer. Um, I want to say it's more so either around the five-year mark or between five to eight years since this soul had transitioned. Um, I also feel like 
he is a bit more of that, like, kind of, I know you look pretty, you look pretty white, no offense, <laughs> but yeah. he looks, I mean, he looks totally different. I don't know if this is friend or family now because he does look totally different than you, but yeah. I mean, all of our, my family looks totally different than me too, but he does look different. Um, so I don't, I'm just trying to get, okay. Slow down. So, okay. I still think this is related to you, even though I'm like, yeah, you don't, yeah. It, it, this, Okay. I want you to, this is just what happens because I didn't go through my process of, <laughs> of cleansing my energy before all this. So yeah. It's like bombarding me all yeah, at once. Yeah. Okay. Slow down. <sighs> okay. I know you're excited. Okay. Um, okay. So the way he does feel a little bit taller to me, a little bit thinner. He's not heavy set. That's for sure. Um, he feels like he's not like super muscular at all. I, I, I feel like he's just kind of like lean, a lean yeah. guy. Yep. Um, I do feel like there is a darker skin tone or a tan skin tone. Okay. Yep. Um, and he was showing me darker hair as well, but he was showing me my symbol for having lost his hair. And so I do feel like there may have been a cancer connection yeah. or sick with cancer. Oh my God. I'm going to okay. start crying. Now, oh God, now, um, so now where, Okay. Slow, slow down. Is there, is there, um, is there a Peter or a, yeah, maybe that's his name. Oh, oh my God. God. So my oh my God. That's so crazy. Yeah. My cousin Peter died of cancer and he was like really close with Christ and he's Dominican. Okay, no. Oh, sorry. Don't say anything else. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just want to make sure again, I don't want to be biased. I just want to make sure that yeah. I was with the right person, which I am. Yeah. Um, now, Pedro is Peter in Spanish, right? Yeah. Okay. Did he go by, like, did other people call him Pedro? Pedro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I said Peter at first, and then I heard Pedro, like he's talking to me in Spanish again. So perfect. I just want to make sure I'm still with the right person. Oh, and yeah. he's so excited. Um. So is this, you said cousin? Yeah. Okay. Feels like he was also showing me like a friend connection. So you definitely had more of that, not just a cousin vibe, but it feels like a, a friend connection here. You understand that? Yeah. Now he would have been younger than you, correct? Yeah. He's younger than yes. me. Um, I did feel like only by a couple of years though, like not too huge of an age gap. Now he keeps saying my sister, my sister, my sister. So does he have one sister that's still alive? Yeah. Nicole. Okay. Cause he was just saying singular sister. Um, I also feel like there was a three connection as far as the kids. So was he one of three? Does he also have a brother? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. He was yes. the oldest. Okay. Got it. Was the brother an R? R- I don't know what it is. Raymond. Is there an- yeah. Okay. Perfect. Not as common in my spirit oh my God, name dictionary, so but that was crazy. coming through real strong. He just keeps saying my, my, my siblings, especially the sister. And I mean, his brother too, his whole family. And then mommy, poppy, like I'm so hearing this. Fan- oh my God. This, this, oh, this whole family. I just feel so much love around them. Um, the parents, especially like his mother, both of his parents are still alive. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. His mother prays the rosary for him every single day. The whole family, this is the mega Catholics coming in because I'm seeing all the rosary beads, squeezing the beads. They'll show it to me. Um, and I'm seeing all of like the, the praying and the masses and the dedicating the masses in his name. And, and just like, he also showed me, um, the priests and like, or or the bishop or somebody coming to do the, the last rites when he was dying at the, at the very end of his life. Um, having the priests come in, doing the blessing, doing all the, the religious things around that. Um, again, you know, even though they show me like, there's not like, you know, everybody goes to the other side, whether there's not one right religion, there's Mm -hmm. Catholic, Christian, Jewish, like everybody is all in the same place that they, there's not one right, um, 
uh, or one true religion, but he can still show me that there is like, he still has that love or that passion for the faith as with his family having that, you know, and hearing their prayers and knowing that they um, talk to him and connect to him a lot through the church is what he was communicating there and how grateful he is for all of these things that they do in memory or in honor of him and praying to him. And I was also saying specifically um, this, okay, does he share a name connection with his dad? Cause he's showing me a name yeah, connection. His that dad's would- name's Pedro. Okay, perfect. And he just keeps saying, my dad, my dad, my dad, like, and my mom, like, again, with like, they literally, even though it's been years since his passing, like, I just feel like not a day goes by where they're not praying and thinking about their son. Um, And they find, you know, they, uh, uh, of course, have especially with these other children that are still alive, they find the ways to still have this joy in their life moving forward. But I know that, especially for the mom, that really a part of her died when she lost her son and she's never been the same truly you know she never had that full spark in her eye the way that she did when he was when he was here on earth god i i really tried not to get my emotions in it because it makes it hard my aunt's channel, like can, she's never been the same this is i so can feel crazy. i'm like gonna cry too because i feel her pain <laughs> i like want to just give her a hug and he's and he just said i know mommy might not like she might not be, like me mama like she might not believe in all of like i, can I know hear, like, i was <laughs> thinking that too i'm like i'm gonna send this to her like i, I don't know, know <laughs> I know. He said, it's going to be very confusing for them. And it's, <laughs> I know that she's going to be like, I don't know about these. Like, she's going to be like, I don't know. Like, this is weird. But, you know, if it's any consolation, my mom had the same reaction too, guys. So hopefully they'll come around and be able to take these messages to heart. Because he just says, I need my mom to know that I'm okay, that I'm at peace, that I'm no longer suffering. I'm no longer in pain. And that he more than anything wants to see her bring more of herself back to life because so much of her has shut down since he's passed that, you know, that she's not really fully allowed herself to laugh and love and just be present in life the way that she once was when he was still on earth. And he just keeps saying also, um, he doesn't want to say the words I am with God because he knows that that will bring them so much peace that he is with God, that he's with Jesus, that he's with the angels, specifically wanted me to use those religious terms for them, (laughs) give them that peace of mind. I am, um, I am reunited in that way and that he is in such a a, a good place. He was also showing me bringing it back to the cancer. Was he sick for at least a year or around a year, a year and a half or so? Yeah. Yeah. He was showing me such an outpouring of love and support and all the family and all the friends and everybody coming around um, to visit him in the hospital, to be there for chemo treatments, to be there while he was sick, just to be there throughout the whole journey. And he's saying, thank you for that. Was he dating somebody at the time of his passing as well? Or was there a girl that he had had maybe feelings for or something? I don't know, actually. Okay. I did feel like there was somebody that he had like some sort of more like romantic connection that he was wanting to say, I'm glad that you found love again because I think she's maybe recently started dating again or maybe she's fallen in love or remarried. I don't know what the situation is, but I just get this feeling like he's happy to see her happy and move forward. Um, But he was really wanting to say thank you to everybody who kind of rallied to be there for him. Now, cancers are tricky. Usually they can show me specifics within the cancer journey. For some reason with him, I'm getting a little tripped up. I was getting a lot of stuff around the chest and breathing. So I feel like also it might've affected more than one area in the body. Did it spread to multiple areas? Like, did it start as like a blood or like a leukemia thing that then it started to affect different his lungs or something? What was it? I actually can't remember the name now. Like, and I don't want to say the wrong thing just to say it. Yeah. Cause like, it's been like years. Um, Yeah. No, totally. But of course, but you would understand what I mean though. Like as far as it, possibly kind of being more of like something that affects maybe the whole bloodstream or the whole body and then maybe spreading. And then I I keep getting stuff to 
the upper half. So I don't know if you had to have some sort of surgery or something, yes, a procedure. Multiple, yes. Multiple. Because I got this feeling that we had tried surgeries or we had tried operations. Um, and he wants to make it very clear to his family that you made all the right decisions. He doesn't want them to question or second guess, should we have made different decisions? Every decision that they made were the right ones at the time and were the decisions made out of love. Okay. And he, at that point, he had fought so hard. He's saying, I fought with every ounce of strength that I had. But at the time of his passing, he was ready to go. He says, I was ready to be with God, to be at peace. Um, and he was ready to face that knowing that he had the support and actually the permission from his family. And, oh, I just got goosebumps because that's always such a profound message. Sorry, I don't want to cry. It's always such a profound message when spirit communicates that because I know, especially like somebody like his mom, how hard that was for her to have to say, it's okay. It's okay to go now. It's okay to cross over and I'm giving you that blessing. And I know that he's showing me his mother and his father, the family being by the hospital bed, literally like whispering to him or leaning over and talking to him saying, it's okay. It's okay. We go be with God. It's okay to go now. So he's saying how much that meant to him because his soul was hanging on with every ounce of strength until they were able to come to terms with giving him that blessing or that permission. It's okay. You're not letting us down. You're not disappointing or failing us by choosing to let go. Okay. So he, he just wanted to make that very clear. I was also seeing this very strong connection to um, a watch that he would have worn. Do you know if his father either has his watch or wears his watch? Uh, maybe. I think so. That wouldn't Perhaps. be like okay. weird. Yeah. Okay. I don't well, know. I like to say this is where the gift of a reading keeps on giving, where you can't validate it all right now until you talk to the family. Right, until right. You're- yeah, that'll be fun um, when they listen and you can like reaffirm everything that she Yeah. Said. Perfect. Yeah. So that was something that was coming through real strong was something about the watch. And then I was also getting this feeling of, um, well, there were a, a few things. Um, do you know if he was buried as opposed to cremated? Um, I think he was buried. I feel I like there was there. some... Got it. Well, I, he was talking about saying thank you for the way um, that they laid me to rest, or the way they honored me, uh, and how I was laid to rest. And I felt like he was by other family members. So I think maybe a grandparent, like he might have been buried in, you know, next to somebody else or, or the plot that's saved for somebody else, something like that. And I just keep seeing how much the family would go and visit um, the memorial and be there. And speaking of you saying not being there, that's interesting because so much information will come through from spirit sometimes that I'm just like trying to grasp what I can, but he was already talking about earlier, actually wanting to let you know, to let go of any guilt that you may feel for not having gone and visited. Um, and cause you would have had to fly there. You were here in the States, correct? At the time that he was sick. And I like, but I know a lot of guilt about it. I know that you feel a lot of guilt. He just keeps saying like, prima, like cut it out. Like you need to just like, like forgive yourself because he knows that you had this beautiful life that's going on, that you had your own schooling or aspirations or things that you're working on and he just wants you that's probably spirit because or maybe somebody outside the door but (laughs) sense of spirit too i hear the dog but he wants you to know that not to hold on to any guilt or um any sort of uh uh, beating yourself up um over not having been there um also do you have a brother yeah yeah is it just you two yeah was your brother also close to this cousin my as well? My brother was like so close to him. Because he, was, he like, just devastated. said, he was like, please let him know that the same message goes to him. So was your brother also not able to be there? My my brother did go visit him in the hospital, but, but I don't know if after he, made he it. passed. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't like at the final kind of memorial service or celebration of life or mm-hmm. everyone, all the family coming together. I just feel like mm-hmm. a lot of you guys were 
um, the ones that were here weren't able to be there. And he's just saying, it's okay, it's okay. But just how much he appreciated, like, you know, even the calls or, you know, just any way that you could communicate um, or be there for him, he knows of. I also feel like he keeps laughing about a visit that he would have made to the United States not long prior to his passing, maybe a couple, just a couple years prior. Did you see him when he visited and you guys had shared certain memories or like showed him around the sites or something? Yeah, just feels he, like- he would go and like visit Florida and like my brother and stuff Perfect. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. So I feel like he just wants to say like, that was a very special memory. So you can pass it on to your brother. Very, very special memories of um, getting to spend time uh, all together and, and be together as the uh, as a family. I also feel like he's with a dog. It's funny that the dog started barking. I do feel like he is with a dog on the other side. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if a family dog had passed. Yeah, they had a family dog that passed. And now they have another dog that his mom like will not let go of like ever since he passed yeah very yeah. very she that has, way like, a so new dog yeah got it so he's definitely with the dog on the other side but also um the dog that's living i'm sure can sense that energy because they are very receptive to energy and can feel and sense things that way wow. um and i also was insane. feeling um where's the march 15th connection my sister's born on march 15th so they'll show it show it to me if there's a connection a birthday anniversary a passing or wedding anniversary or something like that um you know, a lot of our, like my birthday, my grandpa's birthday and my dad's birthday is all in March. So okay. I don't so know could be, if that's, it could thing. be just, I don't know. Totally. It could absolutely just be referencing multiple birthdays. Um, although maybe when you talk to the family, it'll make sense. Like, Oh, that's maybe when he they died know or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So like I said, you guys know your loved ones better than I do. I am just the messenger. So hopefully you'll be able to interpret later, but I was getting my birthday balloon symbols around some of that too. So you'll be able to check it out later though. I'm sure, um, get some validation from the family again, was bringing me back to the rosary beads. I'm seeing specifically wooden rosary beads. So I feel like, um, I, I do want to acknowledge that he's showing me that the rosary beads that they're praying for or looking at every day, I feel like it has a strong connection to him. So I don't know if they had gotten them blessed by the bishop when they came with the, with the last <laughs> probably wife. Probably know. knowing my family. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, just, I know that there's a there's a strong connection to those rosary beads. And okay. also um, there's a huge, 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 oh, there's some sort of huge photograph hanging up on the, uh, I don't know if it's a painting or if it's a photo print. I, I can't tell, but I do know that there's a very large framed image um, of oh. him um, on the wall that they're making very, very clear uh, that he says that his family can see every day that makes them really, really happy. Um, I was also just getting this. Uh, sorry, I, I'm going to have him wrap up. I'm sorry. This is just what happens. They go off no, on a We have a picture of him uh, if you want to see him. Does that do anything? Um, no, it's okay. You can show me at the end. Okay. I don't I don't like to th- have it throw me off yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, wow. He, he was also, though, showing that he had lost a good bit of weight in connection with the cancer journey or he had been fluctuating and he says tell like say that I'm at my like I'm totally whole again I have my hair again that I'm looking good oh my god that's amazing so and he has a good sense of humor I feel like so many people love this guy like he had such a widespread widespread group of friends because he truly truly had this ability to find that common denominator between everybody that he could like have that that beautiful connection with like he found the good in everybody he found the the positive in everyone and had such a good soul in the way that he treated other people he was such a kind 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 person an influential person in the way that he inspired other people and how strong he was especially when he was sick and just i see the way that the community respected him and like just this um rallying of support with this such an extended beautiful group of of friends and family and he just has so much gratitude for all of these people and especially also he's saying the nurse 
nurses and doctors because I feel like the mom, this is something that I don't think you're going to be able to validate. I think his mother is still holding on to a little bit of anger or pointing of the finger to some sort of doctor that might have, you know, that she felt might have mm. fallen short somewhere. Maybe, you know, had made a decision or, or pushed for something that she later is like, was that the right choice? He just keeps saying again what he was talking about earlier. Stop beating themselves up over, did we make certain choices that maybe, you know, if we would go back in time, it wasn't actually, like if we had done this, he would have had more time here. He right. says this again was part of my soul contract that I passed when I was supposed to. Um, he's also showing me he likes to come through to people through music. So like the songs on the radio, um, or if you're in the grocery store and you hear that song, that comes up that he likes to communicate through that and also the repeating number. So signs from, from spirit, everybody can get signs from spirit. Um, but these are just some of the ones that he specifically likes to use. I have actually the 444 behind my tattoo. He's showing me he likes the repeating mm-hmm. numbers as well. So 1111, 222, 444. Oh God, he likes 11, to communicate 11. with numbers, um, which is awesome. And then I was also just seeing, mm, I don't know what this, okay, sorry. I don't know what this is. Um, who golfs in the family is somebody Dad. big. Okay, perfect. He just holds his side of the family. Yay! Golf. Yeah. He's just saying, I'm golfing with him. So, you know, when his dad <laughs> oh, is golfing, God, you can, you can deliver that, that message. You can say, hey, hey, dad, you know, or let his dad know, like, hey, your son's with you. He's with his dad with right there by your side, swinging along with you when you're playing golf, um, when you're out and about, when, you, when, you're, when you're having a drink, when you're with your friends and the family. He's so present with all of those, um, you know, moments, everyday moments, but also the milestone moments. And I also just saw that um is his sister still in school is she in university yes yes she goes to Tulane perfect he said I know things have been difficult with her and maybe because of all the COVID stuff I don't know but specifically he just says let her know that even when it gets hard I don't want she's gotten too far like he doesn't want her for a second to think like oh I'll just take a semester off or oh uh, I won't take it as seriously or blah blah he just says keep going you're so like you got this like you are so smart I want you to stay driven because I don't know if she started to have like second guesses of like am I wasting a bunch of money on college when like you know I could go do a different career like I think she's maybe kind of been maybe having some sort of challenge with school. I don't know exactly what, but he's just saying, I'm cheering you on. I'm your biggest cheerleader in spirit. And I, I just want you to keep on going because you're going to, you know, it's going to be so good for you and you're going to be so successful from the schooling and, and what she's doing. I don't know what she's, what her degree is in or anything, but what is she studying? I'm I, just I don't know either what she's studying. You don't know? No. He's, I think she's been going back and forth and kind of like, is all of this, maybe because of the COVID stuff too, I don't know. But yeah. I think she's just been kind of hitting like, this point of, uh, is this really even worth it? He's like, yes, it's worth it. Like he really wants her to keep going with it. Very proud. And also showed me my symbol for tattoo. And I get to like my like lower kind of back, like lower side, but like back, I don't know. Um, I, if there anything like my family, a lot of them are against tattoos, but I don't know. Do you know if that sister has a tattoo in memory of him? I, she might. Okay, you'll have to yeah, check. Yeah, or maybe she's check. thought about it. Because yeah. sometimes they'll bring it up. Even They always say, even just the thought is what counts. But I did see something um, regarding tattoo. And I saw some script associated with it. And there might even be like dates as well. Yeah. Um, and I was seeing that very clear. So if it's not her, it could be somebody else very close that would have gotten a tattoo. But he was showing that um, and was very clear. This and I also, so just saw, I also just saw the, uh, the, um, the a flip phone. So somebody, I don't know if he... <laughs> This must have been a little while ago then because someone has his flip phone. He's laughing like they still have my flip phone and will randomly like power it on to like go oh, through it. So, so my God. Um, I think that so might be his mom cute. or dad. I don't know who's, yeah. who's been flipping through it, but he's laughing about it. And he's specifically also so showing insane. me playing back the, the voicemails and hearing the voice, oh, yeah. um, the voices. Who's Chris? 
my brother. Oh my God. Oh, shut up. Okay. So there he wanted to give another little shout out to your brother and say, Hey man, like I see what you're doing. I'm so proud of you. He just wants to give him a little extra like shout out and wants you to kind of check in with him in that way as well. Um, but he's like smiling. So he's like, isn't this so cool? He's showing me specifically, uh, certain foods that you guys would have eaten. And he's showing me like an arroz con pollo type of recipe or fried chicken. This is very weird. I don't know if this is like a special <laughs> local so cuisine. Crazy. I don't know what this is. Is there some sort of local cuisine that... Yeah, in- Dominican foods like plantains and rice and sausage. Okay, and like he's showing me the, spe- like the specific, like being around the table with the cousins, with the tios, tia, eating this food. He's just like all about the family togetherness. And he yeah. said, once, you know, obviously a lot of people can't travel right now with the, the state of the world, but once you're able to, he says it's been, a, it's been kind of overdue for you to reconnect with a lot of those yeah. people. So has it been a while since you've been able yeah, to get back yeah, there? Yeah, it's been a long he, time. He wants you to just get in touch with your roots, your culture, and go and visit and go and be with family and and really appreciate that time and, and that it would be really good for your soul, especially. Have you been feeling really burnt out with work lately or yeah, really exhausted? Because yeah. he says, I see that you've been putting a lot of stress on yourself. And instead of making self-care a bigger priority, you're kind of like me. Where I'm, I'm, I, are you Capricorn? Because that's, I swear, that's like a lot of Capricorns. But, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, maybe not. But it's like, I, I totally am. And I do the same thing. It's like in the moments where more than ever, you should be taking a break. We then find some major project or something like crazy to add to our plate. We're like, what am I doing? Why am I doing that to myself? You kind of, I feel like are doing the same thing. He's like, cut yourself a break. Like (laughs) that you have a lot on your plate and just like that you would benefit from kind of a little bit of time off and maybe take a little vacation, be with family and that you don't have to stress or worry. Um, And he wants me to pull some cards for you guys. So he's so sweet. I'm going to let him back up. He's so safe and at peace. He's so good. I love him. Oh, so sweet. (laughs) He wants you to know that he is so much with you and all of your family watching over you and hopes that you'll pass on all those messages, of course. Um, and uh, it's just so happy. So uh, to finish, because I know you guys probably have to get going. No, and you well. have to get no, going. Yeah. I know I have to go. Yeah. But you guys want me to pull a couple cards for you guys? Because I feel bad. I don't that... even know what that means. Yeah. yeah. A <laughs> oh, couple angel cards. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It's basically. Okay. So it's basically. So I, as a medium, I'm 99% of the time, I, I only work direct with spirit. But so um, I also have an, uh, an oracle deck. So I occasionally use oracle decks and um angel cards and uh we'll pull cards for people because it's it's not as energy draining and it still Mm -hmm. gives you guys a little message from your spirit team and angels and whatnot so i can pull like two cards for each of you if that's okay sure yeah Yeah. well i'll start with with uh with naz just because he wanted me to start with you and then we'll go around this is like so crazy i can't wait for you to talk to your family after this oh my god (laughs) angel spirit guides love on sweet space the bubble of white light and protection around these cards which needs to know, hear, feel, see, sense, understand for our highest and best good in this exact moment. All right. I'm going to pull two cards for you from my empath deck. First card is making a difference. I love this card. It says, while you may feel as though what you're doing is insignificant, know that you're already making a difference and will continue to have a positive impact on the lives of others. It's part of your purpose. Mm -hmm. So this card will often come up when you've maybe been feeling kind of like... Again, maybe you're feeling a little burnt out. Is all this stuff that I'm doing and ways that I try to help people or this platform that I have, or maybe even this podcast, who knows, whatever that you have going on in your life. If you sometimes question, is this really having an impact? Is it 
helping people? Is it making a difference? This card comes to you as a reminder that you are and that you will continue to be changing people's lives and that you are truly having an impact and making a difference. So definitely um, there, there's extended meanings for all these, but for time purposes, I'm giving you guys the shorter, the, the little short um, synopsis. The second one, oh, I love this card as well. The second card is spread kindness. Make an effort to do something or to do good without expecting something in return. Even the smallest acts of kindness have the potential to change lives and can inspire others to do the same. So saying spread kindness, you know, you are already making a difference, but in continuing to find ways to make a difference, continue to do it in ways that also don't benefit you in the way of like Mm -hmm. giving you praise or giving you not to say that that's what you do, but Mm -hmm. it's just a reminder to do things without expecting anything in return that will, that will also fuel your soul and give you that little reboost of rejuvenation and knowing that you are doing good in this world. So that's awesome. Thank you. Now you're welcome, Ashley. What? Okay. I have a million Card, angel card decks around me. I have my empath deck, but I also have like everyday angel cards. I have a health deck. I have an abundance deck. I have a bunch of them. Do you have a preference or, or I could pull a couple more cards for you and pull like two from the empath and two from others. Oh, just, what just go like? with whatever your senses feel. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sensing, <laughs> I'm sensing to pull an angel card from this deck, two from my empath. Uh, yeah. They want me to pull four cards for you. So, okay. um, so just bear with me. All right. Um, now the only thing I knew about you guys going into this was Ashley, aren't you from Nova? Yeah. Me and that Lauren. Was the only, we're, we're sisters. That, you, oh, Hello. oh yeah. I'm Jesus. I, I haven't seen you <laughs> over here. You've been out of the screen. You guys, I'm I feel closer. so bad. I feel really bad. Cause to be honest, I haven't heard you guys. I, I don't follow along on oh, the podcast. Do I, not don't, I don't feel know, bad about that. I, I met, I met, uh, Ashley, I don't know if you remember, but I met you years ago on Access Hollywood tri- through Trisha Durant yes. in the hallway. Oh, and yes. I saw you at, at a Nylon Hollywood party a couple of years ago with, with Jared. I, yeah, Jared's your husband, right? Yeah. I saw, I saw you guys and you guys were like making out in the corner and I was with my fiance and he's like, they're so in love. And I was like, yeah, it worked. Oh my we God, that's really so funny. I think that may have been like the first party we ever went to publicly. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, and I, that was what I, that was like the only thing I knew about you guys going to this is oh, Ashley's the one from Nova. Like she's, cause I grew up in Northern Virginia and I went to oh, Oakton where? High School. Oakton? Oh, Oakton. No way. Crazy. We went to Langley. Stop. No way. That's... I grew up in Franklin Farm. Oh my, guys we used to go there Shut all the time. Lauren. Fairfax. Franklin Farm? Yes. Or, wait, that's so crazy. We used to live, um, if you remember, it's the giant on Franklin Farm Road. Stop. Yes. Yes. We used to live in that neighborhood right to like the to the right of it. That is so crazy. Look, what a small world. Uh, I used to live at the Chipotle in that shopping center. <laughs> That's so funny because All Jared and I just went and we like went down memory lane for me because I hadn't been there since like elementary school. No and way. I saw that the Boston market turned into a Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> no way. Yeah. That is too That's funny. So funny. That's so funny. What a small world. Isn't that crazy? That's so, so crazy. I, I, I just had to bring that up at least once in this podcast because I was excited because it's so rare that you meet like, you know, fellow Northern Virginia. Very Absolutely. exciting. Where do you live now? Do you live in LA? Um, in San Diego. San Diego. I live in San Diego. Oh, nice. So, yeah. All right. So I'm <sighs> shuffling the deck over here. Let me just close my eyes for a second. So I we can got some emotionally people. drained women over here. I, <laughs> I was know, like I geeking out with like, I'm like, like, I was like seeing stars and then like, and these two are bawling. <laughs> Obviously I would have been bawling too if it was Because you're the me. empath too over here. She's like, I don't even know this guy. And she's crying. Yeah. Cause you can feel it. I love it. You both of you guys. Sometimes oh when I get like so happy or like emotional, like I'll just like just beam and then you like I just lose it. Ugh. 
It's amazing. Lois, Lois, Lois. All right. So this one's for Ashley. I'm going to pull one more from one other deck. Where did I want to go? Okay. I wanted to go to the healing deck. Okay. All right. Sorry. This took, <clears throat> sorry. Whew, a lot of energy. I'm sweating over here. Okay. No, it's oh. really cool seeing that you have a physical reaction to it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm flipping all of them over. Ooh, these are some good cards. Oh, I'm gonna, thanks. I'll show you an order. So this first card is improving health. Um, dear Archangel Raphael, thank you for your comforting reassurance about this situation. So I'm going to actually read you the full meaning of this card just because, um, the other deck that I was pulling from before I wrote that deck. So like, I don't need the, I, mm-hmm. I know Im- Im- immediately how to interpret it, but this one, and normally I still know, cause I've used these for years, but this one, I want to not mess up the interpretation and give you exactly what it says. Um, and you guys, for the listeners, just for, you know, Monica's sake of time, if I'm relating to what she's saying, I'll tell you guys why afterward. Yeah. After we get her off yes. the phone. Yeah. Sorry. And I will get you guys off the phone, but I want to, I feel bad because. Are you kidding me? I, will, I, I could truly use another three hours with yeah. you. Oh, at I you. Like, I don't no. want to lose you. Like I want, but I it's also okay. feel guilty for taking no, no, up so much of your time. It's all good. The The cards are fun though, too. It's like, I, I feel like sometimes when I do the cards, it's more of like, I'm, if only I had wine with me, but it's like having a glass of <laughs> yeah, wine. Like, yeah. 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 You're if you guys ever want me to, like, that part is not as much energy. So mm-hmm. anyone who wants me on their podcast just drinking wine and pulling angel cards, it's way easier. Well, so. I we'll guess, see you next week. I guess going, <laughs> I, I, next week. I guess going um, off that, I have to ask you the final question. Why don't you do private readings now? Because I think that so, everybody listening is going to want one. Everybody always says. Well, I am hosting I a current giveaway on my social media. So on my Instagram, at Monica the Medium, I'm doing a giveaway for a two-person um, free one-hour private reading over Zoom. But I limit it to giveaways, charity fundraisers, things like that throughout the year that I do. Podca- I also have a podcast, but I'm not committed the way that you guys are. But I'll do um, surprise uh, free mini readings where I call people that, you know, uh, it's always so fun to do it that way, but I don't do the scheduled, um, readings anymore because I was, even before I had a television show, I had over a year waitlist and I was such a kind of workaholic and have a hard time mm-hmm. saying no to people. Cause I want to help everyone that it turned to a point where I started to resent having this gift because mm-hmm. I was doing readings all day, every day I got burnt out. And I just came to an understanding if I want to do this work and share it with people for the rest of my life, I just had to find a way that I was still honoring my own energy and my needs. And so it was just too hard to like do private readings. And then you get all these people that are like, you hear this, I mean, the saddest of sad stories and then like be cruel to be like, sorry, I'm not going to make an exception for you. So it's like, to me, it's always been easier to have a flat, like no to everyone instead of like, yes. And then you feel like you have to make exceptions. So by making it like giveaways and stuff that way, it's everyone has a fair chance. It's not up to me. It's up to like fate and like, divine you know what what spirit wants so that's kind of my reasoning if that ever changes obviously i will you know let everybody know but in the meantime like i said i do offer opportunities for free reading giveaways um and and raffles and things like that so people can check that out all right you ready for your cards i'm gonna read you this first one said archangel Raphael, who's the the archangel of healing health and healing is offering you inside information concerning the health situation you're inquiring about. I was feeling like you were dealing with some health stuff that they wanted to bring up. Yes. Um, so that's why I pulled a card from that <clears throat> deck. He wants you to know that your prayers and health healthful actions are working. So stay on this positive path. Are you trying to get pregnant? Is that what this is? 
Yeah, I'm g- actually, yeah. it's very weird. I wasn't going to tell you now to waste your time, but um, today is when I like started my for my like um, anti-acne, like hormonal balance diet so that I can get Got off it. the pill in like a month or two. Good. Okay. It says it may be some time before the improvements are visible or palpable. <laughs> Literally. I mean, t- talk about like, you can't make this shit up. So weird. Uh, in the meantime, please remain optimistic and continue taking positive lifestyle Fuck. action. Wow. So weird. <laughs> and like it says, today. It says this card symbolizes that you are on the right path. The changes you've been recently contemplating or are currently making are indeed guidance from Archangel Raphael who assists you with your healing. He is with you every step of the way on your healing journey. Possible specific meanings. If you follow your intuitive guidance, you'll experience positive results. Your life purpose involves healing. Your prayers for health have been heard and answered. And so you can use this little prayer, dear Archangel Raphael, thank you for your comforting reassurance about this situation. Amazing. Which is so amazing. The wow. second one that I got for wow. you is, this is so like that one just wouldn't <laughs> so work cool. for me. No. It just works yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then the second, the second card I pick for you is drink more water. I see you have water here. So you, <laughs> but you've been drinking it. Um, it says increase your daily water uh, consumption. Dehydration can lead to symptoms such as fatigue and in- increased and increased anxiety. Mm-hmm. So definitely drinking more water. Sometimes this card will come up if you're like, I'm already drinking enough water. Sometimes this card will also come up if maybe you have been turning in stressful times to that glass of wine or beer when you should not be. Uh, Maybe, (laughs) you know, is really trying to guide you to also choosing water over maybe other um, options, soda, alcohol, whatever, but definitely is a big priority, especially you were talking about your diet changes too. Yeah, it still makes total sense with that. It's all about flushing out. Uh Absolutely. Then the next card is spiritual awakening. So maybe this podcast is going to open you up a little bit because it says this is a sacred time for self-discovery and spiritual growth. Doesn't mean you're going to turn into a medium, don't worry, (laughs) seeing dead people, but it does want you to know to harness your inner power and continue to expand your awareness. So really giving you that boost to start to open up your mind, probably are going through a lot of trans uh, transitions right now in your life, transformations. And as one of them, I feel like you're also going to continue or maybe already are in a bit of a spiritual awakening, maybe getting more in touch with your spirituality, your empath side, learning kind of how to cleanse your energy better, um, honor your needs energetically and all of that. So um, that was that card. And then this is the last card. It says, um, a relationship grows closer as two people fall in love or a current relationship grows much stronger. Um, Relationships may deepen into a spiritual connection. Mutual respect and understanding exists. And it says, don't ever give up on relationships that may sometimes feel challenging to you. So (laughs) even through challenges that everybody faces in relationships, I don't know if this is about your hubby, but... It's saying that you guys are going to continue to grow stronger, maybe through this quarantine period. Maybe you've had little hiccups or little challenges that have pushed you guys or have kind of, you know, elevated your relationship in a positive way through some of those maybe difficulties or or harder times um, that has made you even that much more stronger and more in love. So it's saying that that's going to continue to develop, continue to grow closer. And amazing. amazing. Thanks. I feel like it all like kind of goes together. It totally really It does perfectly. All all four cards are kind of like connected. Yeah. Absolutely. And then Lauren or Laura? I totally. In Lauren. Lauren. 
Lauren? Okay, sorry. I, no, you're fine. Like, I should have asked at the beginning. I always do that. I'm like, wait. We should have talking? introduced ourselves Actually, as well. I like I know, the I'm fact so- that you didn't know Naz's name. Yeah, it's perfect. I feel because bad. Because that means that no, there's no, no way. Know. Yeah, yeah. That she Don't. There's more know. validity to yeah, it. Yeah. I know, but I still feel rude. I'm like, dang, it <laughs> could have taken me two seconds to like figure out what I'm joining. I will um, cry I, no matter what you say, by the way. No. <laughs> yeah, she's in an emotional <laughs> state right now. Did you have a preference of which deck to pull no, from? or go, do You not, you, okay. you decide. All right. Perfect. So I'm going to do the same thing. Pull two from my, my empath cards, and then I'm going to choose two different. They're asking me to pull a card from the abundance deck for you. So I'm going to pull from there as well. And then Aww. one every day. Money's on the way. Lord. I cried watching Castaway last night. So <laughs> Oh, no, she Castaways. cried? Oh, she's That's been crying okay. the entire time. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Castaway Lauren um, is a very killer. emotional. Yeah, that's a emotional. very okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. We're all this. This is the sensitive souls over here. I love that. Empaths unite. All right. So I keep forgetting we're on a podcast too. So I do. I, know. I keep thinking I'm just like having like just a random Zoom with some peeps. Like I keep forgetting this is actually like in the air somewhere. All right. So let me. That's let me the best kind more. of podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that is the best kind of podcast. You're right. All right, so let me just pull this last card. All righty. Okay, so this first card, Lauren, is Digital Detox. Okay, Okay. I love this card. (laughs) Challenge yourself to disconnect from your devices more often. As you reduce your screen time, you'll free up energy and increase mindfulness, especially for empaths, social media, the news, everything in the media. I mean, digital, you know, the digital world, electronics, um, online, all of that stuff can be incredibly draining for us to like, I mean, it's it's draining for everyone I feel like right now, but especially as empaths, especially as sensitive souls, this is really giving you that kind of kick in the butt, like time to step away from social media a bit or time to step away from your devices or constantly reading the news. If you've been reading the news a lot and it's really like giving you a lot of anxiety. like social media and like TV and outside things to numb my empath, I feel. Yeah, because I don't want all that emotion. Like TikTok. 100%. So that is another perfect example. And in the extended long, longer version of the meaning, I actually do touch upon that exact thing where you could sometimes turn to it as an unhealthy coping mechanism or as something to kind of numb your true emotion. So it's really kind of urging you to step away a bit and to turn more to like healthier uh, ways of, of managing some of those emotions, getting out in nature, exercise, all of that. Um, but definitely, definitely reducing the screen time is going to be really helpful for you. Also, gosh, you definitely are the empath. Energy healing was card number two. So it says energy healing encompasses a variety of modalities that can restore the flow of energy within the body and alleviate discomfort related to chronic pain. Consider making body work and other holistic therapies a part of your wellness routine. So energy healing is going to be really good for you. So if you've been thinking about or if you've been putting off seeing a chiropractor or acupuncturist (laughs) or massage even, massage therapy, like if you've just been like, oh, I could really use a massage or something like that. Listen to your gut intuition on that because it's really, really um, going to be really good for you and your energy and help you clear away some of that stagnant stuff that you might be holding on to. Um, so definitely don't put that off. The self-care energy healing will be really good. Okay. Do you, are you dealing with, I deal with chronic neck pain. Do you deal with anything it's up in the neck? Always right 
in my middle Perfect. back, my middle okay. back. Yeah, she's a hairstylist. I'm a hairstylist, so every time I stand up for longer than an hour, it's just right there every time. Okay, yeah. I was getting something where it kind of reminded me of me, where I'm like constantly, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> doing, you know, all over the place, like trying to get myself to feel like a little bit of relief. So just acknowledging like Reiki or any sort of alternative therapies um, might actually be better for you to to try out as opposed to like popping the Tylenol and th- like that can yeah. only help for so long. Sometimes for some of us, it's you really got to find those um, more holistic methods. Um, so this next card is Claire audience. I love it. One of the Claire's, um, it says, notice the loving guidance you hear inside your mind or from other people. I want to read the full meaning of this one for you really quick, just cause I want to, I know what this one is, but I want to give you the full, um, the full guidance here. So this one says, 26, this one says, Um, you're hearing true divine guidance very clearly. (laughs) Again, it doesn't mean that you're going to be hearing spirit dead people unless, hey, maybe you want to. I want to. Hey, then maybe you will start. (laughs) It says says the Claire audience is getting really strong for you. You're hearing true divine guidance very clearly. It comes in the form of repetitious messages urging you to improve a situation for yourself or others. Cloak pay close attention to everything you hear in your mind and with your physical ears. Divine directives are repetitive, repetitive, loving, and to the point. Ask for help if you need clarification on anything you hear. And then working with Archangel Zadkiel, um, this Archangel, his aura is a deep indigo blue. When you wear the mineral lapis lazuli, that crystal, you may feel a closer connection to Zadkiel. Hold the stone above your eyebrows to awaken your ear chakras and to clearly hear the voice of the divine. Wow, amazing. And that Archangel is also the one who helps with spiritual gifts and developing your own abilities, which is nice. Thank you. The last card for you, Lauren, is it is safe for you to receive. So the more you allow yourself to receive, the more resources you have available to share with others. Open your arms to receive and and be a conduit for good coming to you and through you as it blesses the world. I do want to read the full one for this too, because it's such a great message. And I know that I do the same as do many empaths where it's hard for us to accept help or to accept the abundance or to accept the good things coming into our Mm -hmm. life. So you might be unknowingly blocking the manifestation Mm -hmm. of your dreams occurring because you feel like maybe deep down or on a subconscious level that you don't deserve it or that for some reason you're not worthy when you absolutely are worthy and you do deserve it and you deserve all good things. So it's saying this card is here to help you recognize and overcome a block to abundance, namely worrying about how your prayers will be answered. Your worries are are preventing you your, sorry, your worries are preventing you from opening yourself up to a flow of divine support, slowing the manifestation of your, of your desires. Just like what I was saying about the blocking manifestation. Once you have expressed your prayers, to God or to the divine, you can call him whatever you want. Uh, Trust that God will answer in the way that's best for everyone involved. If you are supposed to take action to help, you'll be clearly guided to do so by repetitive ideas. Again, this is from a different, and this is from a different deck too. So what are the odds? From repetitive ideas, a gut feeling, or physical signs. Um, God is omniscient, meaning that every possible variable of a situation is is known and can be accounted for. We humans do not have that ability. So when we assume that we know best, we are not always seeing the whole picture. When we let go and let God, in contrast, we are signaling that our trust is in our divine creator. We believe that God will provide exactly what we need in order to fulfill our purpose. We give permission to the heavens to shower us with all those bountiful gifts that we can use to bring even greater blessings to the world. Oh, so it is that. safe for you to receive and Thank let you. all you the good in your life. 
Thank Yay! you. That's such a positive way to end this call um, with some messages from your angels and with some oracle cards. That was so fun. Well, so, Monica, I'm just like, I'm I need so to go. sweaty too. I have to go sit in a corner and just process <laughs> yeah. what happened. But I think I'm best I podcast we've to, ever done in four years. Mm-hmm. I just want to oh, thank stop. you because I feel like you're going to give my family like something that they never thought they could like ever have. And like, I'm going to give them so much peace. And like, I didn't oh, even goodness. know this was going to happen today. And I think that's so beautiful Amazing. what you do. And I just wanted Oof. to thank you. I like, I feel like I have to like send you like my bank account. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. I don't like, I don't and look, get it. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. It, it, remember how I was saying earlier, spirit comes through for those who need it the most, not necessarily who want it the most. And it might have not even been you that necessarily needed this, but really knowing that you could give that gift to yeah. the whole rest of this big, to beautiful his family. Mom specifically, to, yeah. Yeah, to that mom specifically. That is where you get to be the messenger. Just like I'm a messenger for spirit, you get to be a messenger for spirit too in that way. I mean, I'm sure you appreciated hearing from, from him as well. Yeah, but yeah. The healing that that will give for the family, um, I know that that's why he, out of all, not to say the these sisters that oh, not okay. that your loved ones don't love you, but they see the bigger picture. They see who really needs to use this opportunity, you know, at a rare shot at, at coming through to mm-hmm. get a message. So that's they, so they, insane. everybody else is generous to step aside in letting you know that one soul come through. So so beautiful, such an honor to get to connect with yeah, you guys. You and too, you're amazing. You. I love oh, you, and you. I can't. I love honestly will thank you for the rest of my life. So thank you. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. It was absolute pleasure. Um, just uh, do you guys mind if I give people a shout out for my book where they no, can check yes. it out? Well, no, we're gonna we gotta get the book. Yeah. Yes. So messages from above, what your loved ones in heaven want you to know. I wrote this book because, like I've been saying, I'm only one person. This work is very energy consuming. It's, it's a lot. So um, I, as much as I wish I could reach every last person individually, I, I just humanly, it's, that would be impossible. I can't do that. So I wrote a book that packs in every last thing I've ever learned about spirit, the afterlife, what, what your loved ones in heaven want you to know about unexpected passing, passings, illnesses, people who've lost, you know, babies, miscarriage, termination. Like I cover all types of loss, um, unexpected versus not versus old, young. I mean, I, I touch upon every, every type of grief that people could be facing. Um, and what spirit has taught me surrounding these types of deaths, surrounding, um, the afterlife, what happens when you cross over, what they want you to know to help you heal it, to move forward and to trust that love never dies and that death is not the end. So check out my book. It's on Amazon messages from above and you can follow me at monica the medium on instagram so oh, special yeah. special woman well, we love right. you. thank you oh, my God. Love you. you guys are too kind you. bye well so great i'll talk to you guys later have See a great you. night bye. 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 bye podcast